to another episode of Wellbeing Wednesday. I'm your host Paige and today we are going to be talking about men's mental health. It's November currently, time of recording, um, and so we thought it was important to talk about. Today I am joined by Anas. Hello, I'm Anas. I'm Vice President of Student Activities this year with Paige. And also Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm the placement student at the SU for this year. Amazing. And we're all just going to have a chat about men's mental health. I do want to put a suicide trigger warning in place. Uh, we won't be talking about it too much, but you can't really talk about men's mental health uh, without mentioning it. So if you're not in a place to listen to this right now, probably best to switch off. Okie Koki, before we get into the sort of bread and butter of today, um, what, Anas, is something that you've done for your well-being over the past couple of weeks? I've been taking a long nap in the weekend, so I can recover from like working in the whole week. Nice. So what constitutes a long nap? Like, like a couple more hours sleep in the morning. Yeah. Because I always go up at seven. Seven o'clock. Yep. I roll out of bed at like I roll out of bed about ten to nine most days. That's the perks of living near campus. Yeah. I, I yeah, and I have like a flexible well, I have a lot of privilege when it comes to when I can rock up as well. So after being from nine, and yeah. I have to commute, so yeah, yeah. and your schedule's pretty nice. strict, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So then, instead of getting up at seven, what what time do you get up at? Around nine-ish, nine. but it's not that much, but it's still enough. Yeah, I see nine. I mean, it is lying, but honestly, I I'm sleeping to quite late. My natural body yeah. body clock, I think actually, ideally, I could just sleep into about nine thirty. Get up and go to work for ten thirty. I want to be a morning person. That is bliss. I feel like when you wake up too late, I feel like my day's gone. Yes. Yeah. That's why I hate waking up around like 11, 12, even 10, because mm. I like to take my time getting ready. Mm. But yeah. Especially at the weekend, because then you've, especially when you're working full time, if you wake up at the weekend and it's like, it's a 12 o'clock, you think, oh, that's, that's it. I've lost half my weekend now. That's, uh, I don't like that anyway. But it doesn't matter for you because your 9 a.m. is lying, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what have you done for your well-being? Um, uh, I don't know, I guess uh, recently, I kind of just kind of reevaluated my values, like self-reflected, that's important. Uh, I just, you know, feel like, uh, am I worrying or thinking about shit that doesn't matter? And sit there and think about myself, kind of tell myself, like, why do you care? You don't need to care about this. Like, what are you doing? You know, this matters, that don't. That doesn't, yeah. Uh, there's a few things that I kind of want to do. Like, I want to um, exercise, because that clears my head. It's kind of like you feel almost like meditation and afterwards it's not even just purely for fitness or even like the aesthetic or make yourself healthy it's more like mental health that's, yeah. that's something i want to do but exercise is yeah. great for your mental health 100 yeah i um i'm really I, I think the older you get the less tolerance you have for like crap and stuff you won't put up with honestly yeah and so that kind of like reevaluation of what you're willing to like stand for or, or put up with I definitely get that for real yeah like when I hear like 18 year olds talk about the people in their lives who treat them like rubbish it doesn't think, matter yeah give it four years and you'll just you won't even bother with them like you won't give them a time of day yeah 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 that is true small circle yeah what have I done for my well-being I I went to London 
last weekend oh, yeah. for the day, um, which was really nice. I we, we did a, we I mean, we did the touristy stuff, but I've, I've never been to Camden Market, which apparently is super touristy, but I've never done it. Yeah. Um, and what else did we do? Oh, we went. Uh, right. So I bloody love uh, trains. Right. <laughs> 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 right, that's cool. But especially yeah. disused, creepy old underground train tunnels. That no, that sounds cool. Is crap. Yeah. That's so. There was this. Um, there's this museum, and it was dirt cheap. We wanted to do. You can do like underground train tunnel tours in London, um, but it's so expensive. Uh, but there was this museum. It's eleven pound, and there used to be a dis. There used to be a, an underground mail service like train line in London that was used all the time yeah. and now there's this tiny little train that takes Aww. people on it and you can go around the like disused train lines and honestly brought me pure unadulterated joy we were I think the other people there were either like pensioners or like kids like we were the only ones there who were like 20 um I love it I love stuff like that for some reason that mm. reminds me of Fortnite, Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> because they have a little train thingy in one of the this season one of the seasons they I did. I played that in ages, man. I haven't played that in ages. That's cool, you know, trains. It was a very cute train. Yeah. It was eleven pounds, and you get access to the museum, and you get to go on this little train ride. What did the train look like? It it was literally tight. So imagine this carriage was like, I'm um, not I mean, the, 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 like here. I can't hear this. That wasn't good English. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it can't have been much wider than like a meter and a half. I don't know. It was tiny, yeah. and like there was this little plastic thing that went over the top, and like your head was like almost touching it. It was designed for children. I can't stress <laughs> this enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the tunnel <laughs> used to like people didn't go down it. It was for post. Like that's what it was designed Ooh. for. Uh, honestly, absolutely iconic. And uh, <laughs> when we got on what? the train, yeah. Jacob looks at me and he's just like, Are "You happy now?" I was like, "I'm absolutely <laughs> over the moon. I'm over the moon." <laughs> that's good. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So um, just do stuff you enjoy, people, even if it's embarrassing. No, hundred percent. Be yourself, in it. Exactly. I'm Paige Dawson, and I like trains. <laughs> 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 oh dear. You ever saw that? Uh, that YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, the one with the. Um, I like singing. I love dancing. I like trains. I like trains. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's me. Uh, the video is based off of me. No, yeah, that's um, that's that's a little bit about me. Didn't know. So <laughs> now we've um, talked about how we've looked after ourselves uh, the past week. Um, I'm gonna t- we're gonna talk about like what is quite a heavy topic. Um, but well-being is intense sometimes. And Alice and Ryan have very kindly offered their time here today because I can't really talk about men's mental health because I'm not a man. Um, and so I am just, I'm going to talk about some facts and things I read off the internet and these two are just going to pitch in with whatever comes to mind. Um, so like I said, it's Movember and I went onto Movember's website and something that I found pretty jarring, which I don't know if you two already know, let me know, is that middle-aged men, um, they're the most likely to, to take their own lives, to commit suicide, like out of every demographic. Um, is that something that you knew about? No, I mean, no, no. No. I thought it was more for young, yeah, I was more young like men. And younger men, but. Like 21 to 30. Yeah. I'm not necessarily like surprised by that fact, you can understand it, innit? Yeah, yeah. I think it said something about I think it was one in I think one in eight men in general, so it's just not middle aged ones, um, have some sort of mental health issue. And I I don't know, one in eight to me seemed low. Yeah. 
I, I think um yeah I guess that's understandable you kind of just keep it to yourself and it, it's kind of the stigma mm. that, um, <laughs> yeah exactly I can see you even like thinking now I don't want to like but like um it's kind of just like I don't know it's just I, won't, I don't know how to say it's like toxic masculinity was you know just a uh, this is where a lot of people are brought up in it mm. you got issues just keep it to you yeah. get on with it for as long as you can yeah I definitely think that's toxic masculinity um, because the very nature of toxic masculinity is that you're not allowed to have feelings right yeah. which is absolutely ludicrous and like you said Ryan a lot of people uh, what this website basically said is that more women are more likely to reach more likely to reach out get help access therapy counseling that kind of thing and and guys just just don't yeah well i think it's like when you lose someone or in your family or whatever it's more like you want to look after them and you don't really want to worry with everyone else with your your problems that that men just kind of just shut it off and try and crack on with anything they're doing, like work or whatever, that they don't feel like they can talk or it's comfortable talking about it, which isn't comfortable anyway, but at some point, when will you ask for help? Because otherwise it'll be too late. Mm. No, that's, uh, yeah, I agree with that, actually, like 100%, like, especially when there's people around you who are like already going through stuff, and you gotta feel like, oh, I can't really, you know, come out with like my problems or if it's affecting me as much, because it's more useful if I'm just there to help, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so that's interesting. So because other people appear to have it worse, you would feel like bad potentially opening up about your problems or putting your problems yeah, on the place. Yeah, like, it's like thing. adding it to a pile when yeah. their foundations are not necessarily secure enough. Yeah. I think that says something about the fact that um, because ideally people would be should be able to freely access uh, counselling and therapy, shouldn't they? So because what you're saying is, look, I don't have people around me who are in the right place to do that. So what should be able to happen is you should be able to talk to a specialist, or and it shouldn't be I don't know how long is the waiting list, like six months or whatever. I have no idea. No it's idea. horrific. Never mind. And then you'd have to. I mean, would would you like? What, could you bring yourself to like? contact a GP and be like I need to talk to a specialist or would that be just it, it depends in, in my mental place yeah. like you know if I'm seriously going through like something crazy yeah. and I'm getting like I don't feel like shit this isn't right <laughs> I really need help but then again would I even realise that I guess that's just a f- I wouldn't know yeah. I wouldn't know I mean for me if it was my old GP because I just changed GP yeah. surgeries if it was my old one I would not go to them for help because from my family's perspective and experience with them, they basically just tell you, oh, you need to get over it. Mm. Where's the fairness in that? It's more hit and miss of where you go with a GP surgery because the new one I've got is like actually wanting to listen and wanting to request things for supporting your mental health. It's been honest that it depends on the GP as well, isn't it? That's scary. It depends on the GP service. That's, yeah. that's like a postcode lot- lottery, isn't it? That's mm. um, pure fluke whether or not you get someone who's going to support you. 100%. Yeah. Do you think, like, and it's okay if you don't, I'm just genuinely curious, there's like a disparity, a gender disparity between like how women can talk about their feelings and how guys can? 
Uh, I mean, I guess so, but that's. I'm trying to think why. Yeah. Like why that is. I I mean I would go. I, I'd I know go it's there. With patriarchy, toxic masculinity, but it's not about what I think. So. No, but you, you're not necessarily wrong there. In in all honesty. Mm. It's just. Yeah, I can only you know boil it down to toxic masculinity and. Existing the patriarchy, you know. I mean, it's not even just to do with like your mental state. It's like your appearance. It, like for me, sometimes I've not bothered to shape because I just don't feel up to moving or yeah. doing anything, which in turn makes my appearance look more haggard and outwardly, which isn't the best. Yeah, because you need to look after your own appearance first as well. So does that like affect how you feel with your mental well-being then? It's more if I feel like I really don't want to do something or move or just want to sit and do nothing. Mm. It kind of puts me in that mindset like today I can't be bothered to shave. I don't want to do it and I'm not going to do it. But then other people want you to actually take more care of your appearance, like look after yourself. But it's hard to do that if people don't know what's going on yeah. inside your own body. It's actually um, little things. I think is it called maladaptive behaviour? Little things like really struggling to get out of bed and you know shaving. Sorry if you can hear uh, noise outside. I think someone's playing football or something on the. Just just a nice bit of games in the background of the serious conversation. Um, it, it is. It's an indicator of someone having a really rough time. As if like little things like them looking after themselves you know, using deodorant, tweezing their eyebrows, whatever it is that they do, they stop doing. Um, and so if you sort of notice that in a person, that is probably a good reason to reach out and just sort of be like, hey, I noticed that, you know, you normally do this thing and you haven't been doing it recently. Like, is everything okay? And there might be a perfectly valid reason, mm. or it might be that they're generally struggling to find the motivation, um, which does happen. And what sometimes needs to be celebrated is just like getting out of bed or shaving your beard or just like if you're having a particularly crap day if like the one thing you are able to do is like have a shower or whatever you know give yourself a round of applause because sometimes it's just it's hard work (laughs) it's hard work yeah something so we've talked a lot about crappy mental health but um, as I'm hoping that the listener is aware, but if not, mental health doth not, doth not, I don't know why I went to Shakespearean there, does not just mean this negative side of things. It, it's a spectrum, it's a sliding scale. We can all kind of yo-yo between everything. What about like good men's mental health? What like, what, what helps you to have good mental health or just neutral? Doesn't have to be like blowing, you know, five star. I guess it's a, I don't know, let's think, good men of, I guess, having your, like, I don't know, having your things in order, mm. I guess, um, thinking more laterally instead of emotionally, like, it's not being more emotive, being more, like, you know, logical, mm. rational, that type of thinking, because I feel like things go south when you start overthinking things. Mm and you start becoming more um, emotive and over, you know, and taking little things into play and overstressing mm-hmm. on all of that. 
when if you think you're more like a clear head, mm. you're able to get way more things done. Mm. You're able to just do, do, do the right things more often. Mm. And if that mainly comes down to self-reflecting. But I feel like when people sometimes self-reflect, that's kind of blurs into, again, overthinking shit. Yeah. You can self-reflect and be like, yo, that person said this. Um, they don't usually say that. And the way they looked at me didn't really make sense. Why was I with that? What's going on with them? Mm. Is this going wrong? Or mm. Do I need to do something? Something I did. And that's, it's hard to explain, I guess. Maybe you don't have like the vocabulary understanding yet to explain it, but. I find it so interesting. Bonnie's uh, clearly getting loads of emails. I find it so interesting that when I just said to you, like, what do you consider to be positive mental health? You just said pure logic, shut down emotions. Oh, shit. You, you did. <laughs> Listen did. back to it. That's literally what you said. And that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing, but I find that really interesting. Like, is there scope for when you're having a good mental, like, in order to have good mental health, is there scope for having just like a bad day to get it all out? Is that oh, thing? like a release? Yeah. Yeah, that's important. Like, 100%, you need a release, whatever, whatever that is, you know. But um, it needs to be a positive release. Yeah, that's you know, fair. Sometimes you, you just gotta whatever it is you gotta do, punch back, have a cry, whatever. Whatever it is you have to do, <laughs> it's uh, you know, this this I mean, I've I've seen like a, a lot of times where, where people do legal substances, mm. and then they get caught in the habit of these substances, mm. whatever they may be, um, or like they're just hanging around with you know a bad crowd. Or they just need some sort of release if it's like violence or whatnot, and that's a, that's a, you know, it's a bad release. But you can get, yeah, like I said, you can you can have that release of like emotion in a positive way. There are safe spaces mm. to do it. You that know, going to the gym, going to a boxing ring, whatever it is. I don't know. I'm yeah. Did you just just here. like spending time with friends? You know. Yeah. That's probably one of the having best ones for me. Yeah, having a laugh is yeah. so good. Just clear your head with good company. Yeah. What about you, Anna? Something positive mental health. I think like meditating is actually really helpful with breathing and like focusing on your breathing to like just clear your head for a bit because that actually when you actually take time to breathe and like uh, take your time like it feels like you can feel the weight of the world coming off your shoulders Mm. like for, for me that's quite helpful but also doing like brain puzzles and that kind of thing like sudoku or something that like literally helps me focus on something and finding a solution to a difficult puzzle that that actually takes some time out of your day but Mm. you don't even realize it what i so for me stuff like that is if you're doing a puzzle it has literally no productive value and that's a good thing i think that's really good for your mental well-being because we live in a society that's quite capitalist <laughs> so if every second of your day is used for earning money or skills or whatever i think that can be quite stressful so just doing a puzzle which has absolutely no means like one day you'll take it apart or all get put in the bin if it's a sudoku i think it's great for your well-being yeah, definitely. I love a puzzle. Same. Yeah. I only about 300 pieces, so anything more than that, and I, I get bored. <laughs> I'm like a small child. <laughs> when we um, finished our um, exams, I went straight to the works and bought a £4 under the seat puzzle, and I sat watching Finding Nemo, and it was honestly just the most like chilled out, nothing day. I sat in my pyjamas. It was just pure self-care day. And so... 
can't recommend that enough. You can choose a different film and a different puzzle, but <laughs> I get it. You know, <laughs> spending the day just doing something that you want, complete reset. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, how do you start your puzzles? Like, do you start in the corners, corners. or? Yeah, that makes sense. You're brave. Yeah. You start in the middle. Yeah. I do not start in the middle, but. No. Yeah, yeah. Some people are. Edges. Yeah. Work your way through. Do you like middle. color coordinate? Do you like put them into like piles of colors? No, no. No. I, I do. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Alice is an expert. <laughs> not an expert. I just like. It's so hard to find all the corners. Like literally, all the edge is so hard to find. Mm. They all look the same. No, you are. Uh, okay. Yes. I'll spend like hours going that. through the box. Like, where's this freaking piece? But I will not coordinate them out. Um, I just won't. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's stubbornness. I don't know. As a part of this podcast, I like to talk about like what students can do to sort of like action what we've talked about. So today we're talking about men's mental health, right? So I did a little bit of research before coming into this. Um, and I went again, it was on the Movember website and they have this little app, I think, is it an anagram where it's like four letters that have different meanings? I don't know, it might not be an anagram, but I forgot the name of it. And it's Alec, right? And so this is how to approach- Alec. The guys who laugh, Alec, <laughs> A-L-E-C. Baldwin. We're not, it's, no, not Spawn. Baldwin. Oh God, that's, Ooh, that's, let's that's, not. Oh yeah, that's, that's <laughs> such a massive news. Imagine that. What? Imagine Alec Baldwin, do you know what happened to him recently? What? It wasn't, is he the guy? Yeah, he's the one who shot. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Okay, well, we're going to dial onto he's the, the news. He's the vice chancellor. No, Alex that's Cameron. Alec Cameron. The vice oh, chancellor. That's just me getting <laughs> confused. For context, oh. Alex Cameron's our VC, who Ryan thought we were talking about. Alex Baldwin <laughs> no, is the actor who accidentally oh, no. shot and killed somebody with a prop gun recently. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, well done, Ryan. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, you <laughs> Not the same people. <laughs> Sorry, Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah, that's pretty traumatic. Um, anyway, Alec, which you can't forget, you can't forget this, whether it's an anagram or not. No, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, but so, just how to talk to sort of the men in your life because uh, it's difficult reaching out and having conversations. And you tell me what you think of this because I yeah. just found it on the website. So, A is this the four things you have to remember. You have to ask how they feel, which I feel is a pretty that's pretty bog standard, right? Yeah, yeah. L is listen and give mm. your full attention, which um, it, it's just like the number one thing they teach you in mental health first aid. Like, you're not there to like impart your views or experiences. You're there to completely listen to that other person. Um, e is encourage them to focus on simple things that can improve their well-being. Um, so I guess that is that conversation of can you get out of bed? Can you shave your beard? You know can you take a walk around the block type thing and then C is once you've sort of had that conversation checking in at a later date and just sort of being like remember when we spoke about this how you doing that kind of thing mm. does that seem like a useful useful thing for people to remember yeah yeah I mean that's, that's just like yeah it's just a general courtesy you yeah. would imagine isn't it yeah but it's not the case for everyone but people struggle I think people really struggle to have like emotional conversations with people is difficult that is true yeah it is hard i think um that's the beauty of social media i think it's easier to text somebody something yeah. like this yeah than do it like sit them down in the cafe and be like yeah yeah i'd rather avoid a phone call or something yeah like, that just scares me yeah i hate phone calls i just don't know phone calls you have the option of a text yeah like tell me in person or just text me you know yeah yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose maybe what's worth considering is how that person likes to communicate. So if the person who you're checking in with 
is a big texter, use a format they're comfortable with. Mm. If that person is a voice noter, voice note them, that kind mm. of thing. No, I feel it. Yeah. Whatever. That extra be. level of sort of like personalization, I guess. I think it's more interesting to us. Like, obviously, we've got a lot of men who are part of clubs and societies. Mm. I don't know how comfortable men are actually talking to peers that are all men and mm. kind of a big massive group that enjoy taking the band and that kind of thing. Mm. No. How how much would you actually talk to someone just about your mental health? Like I feel like. Like, for a lot of my friends, you probably wouldn't even talk about it. Mm. You probably wouldn't even want to talk, I'll be honest. So I, I don't want to talk to my best friend, like, yo, I got this shit going on, this shit mm. going on. No, I just want to, you know, just, just hang out. We'll, we'll get a drink. Mm-hmm. We'll talk some shit for, like, a few hours. That's my escape. That's my meditation. I'm happy with that. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like, although... I, I have opened up to people before, and mm. I don't feel like any different or better because with the stuff that they tell me like I kind of like I don't necessarily it's just it just becomes them just like oh shit I'm sorry or oh have you tried this or that and I'm like I thought about that I know that you know (laughs) now now I've just now you just know some personal stuff about me that's that's the only thing that they've gained or I've gained from it in reality you just want to just chill on it. That's really interesting. And maybe that's so that's a point for sort of any of the students listening who have been listening ear to somebody before. What if you're listening to someone talk about their mental health, you're not a therapist. You can't fix it. Humans have this like desperate need in nature to try and fix things. Have mm. you done this? Have you been to counselling? Have you have you done this? Have you tried, you know, having more water, eating more vegetables, whatever? That's not what the person needs. The person just needs someone to listen and to empathize. That's it. It's open-ended questions, you know, instead of like trying to be like, here's all the things you can do to fix it. This is all mental health first aid stuff, by the way. And um, I've done the papyride, papyrus. Papyrus, exactly. Um, suicide um, prevention training. And never did they say try and fix the problem because you can't. You're just a person with your own shit going on. Like, just listen. That's literally all you have to do. Well, there's not one solution that fixes all your problems in one Mm. go. That's Mm. not... Everyone's individual, so... It's not black or white, man. I imagine it's frustrating to, like, open up to somebody and then just have a bunch of sort of solutions thrown back at you that don't help. And then that person sort of feels like, oh, well, I've I've fixed the problem now. Mm. It, It wasn't a problem to be fixed. You just needed to get it off your chest. Mm, I feel like you just, I guess that I mean if you feel like you need to get something off your chest yeah. and you just need to say it then yeah but then sometimes I feel like I've been pressured not necessarily yeah. pressured I feel entitled to share something because someone's shared something with me then I tell them and then I'm just like okay and they're just like blah 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 blah. I'm yeah. just like okay well that doesn't help and then I just know something personal about me that yeah. I probably wish I didn't feel like I had to say it yeah. to you, you know no what I mean? one should ever feel pressured to to say something if you have someone going through something yeah and you're like talking to them and you're like like is everything okay you know, how are you feeling and they're like I'm fine you can't like you can't force them to open up everyone has to move yeah. at their own pace no of course of course um yeah so it's a shame it's a shame what's happened to you Ryan because um it's not fair yeah so I suppose Anas going back to the clubs and societies mm. And I don't expect you to know the answer. 
But how? How do we get uh, the young men who are part of clubs and societies? How do we get them to talk? How can we encourage? I'm going to try and mute this bloody laptop. I mean, don't really know the solution to that, but I don't know. I think like we can't ask you to do that much, but I mean, it's taking your club background away from you. I'm just thinking. Oh, I don't know how this person's feeling. Just building that um, team bonding that way is oh so helpful. It's not just necessarily about taking the piss with people. It's just give them like you can all have a laugh and a joke, but actually sometimes you just want to listen to people, like see what's wrong with them and see how you can get the best performance out of them by I think that's the key here but we are trying to put more training in place for that with look after you make a papyrus training which I did last year but I don't know where what club members would want to do because it's not just men at the end of the day women also have their own mental health but we just need to encourage men to talk. It's not yes. yeah. not just leaving it yeah. to stew. I leave it to stew. That's such a great like <laughs> visual. I once heard a guy say, I always ask twice. And I thought that was quite nice. Like if someone's looking like they're having a rough time or you're just getting bad vibes, are you okay? I'm fine, thanks. No, are you sure you're okay? Um, just gives that because you, I, mean, I don't know about you. If someone asks me if I'm fine, I just go, yeah. Yeah, same. So like it's like instinctive, isn't it? Yeah. But then if someone asks me again, um, I don't know, maybe I'll like think, think about, about it. it yeah. yeah. And it's that like cognition, then you, you take a minute. And even if that person never replies, no, I'm fine, they might have taken an extra second to sit with themselves and go, am I actually okay? Like, mm. I might be lying to this person, but am I okay? Like, <laughs> what do you think? Ask twice? No, I like that. Yeah? Yeah, that, that is good. I mean, even if you don't say it to the person, get yourself thinking. Yeah, exactly. Just keep it on forces asking. the person to think. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I find it very easy to conceal my feelings on yeah. mm. thoughts very much away from friends. Like, I'm, I don't go to Ryan and go and tell him, like, what, what I'm struggling with. Mm. Like, half of you just know me as this happy, sarcastic humour mm. person who can just take a laugh and a joke. Did you ever, you mind if you ask, you ask the same question to me as well? Do you ever feel like you have to, or you feel like you want to? I don't feel like I want to sometimes. Yeah. It depends who it, I'm speaking to. If I've known you for years, I'm probably more likely to open up to you. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't think anyone actually understands what what goes on beneath the surface, behind that smile. Yeah, for real, man. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that, but... No, I agree, you know? Like, uh, I never really feel like I, I want to. I never really felt like... I, I felt like a couple of times I felt like maybe I need to. Mm. I've done it. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> nothing really came of it. Nothing really happened better. It was just yeah. just a bit pointless. Yeah, that's really interesting. I haven't heard that perspective before because we always encourage people to talk. But if you're talking and it's not helping... The yeah. other thing um, that I wanted to mention, sort of as a signposting, but also as sort of relevant to this conversation, actually, um, is there are 
anonymized chat services out mm. there, aren't there? Um, and, and phone lines. And so the Samaritans have a 24 hour phone line if you're in distress or despair. And I am going to read that number out. It's 08457 Would that be something you'd be more inclined to do? Anonymous person. Uh, hmm. I think. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe actually. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. actually. But um, at the moment, it doesn't like it doesn't spring to my mind like shit. I would do it. But yeah. I just want to say like as well. It's like black and white. There's no like you know we all know there's no clear solution. Just mm. one giant grey area. Mm. Just a bunch of like. Because obviously everyone's different. Everyone thinks different. Being like a man, as per se, is a. It's not like one definition. It doesn't even mean. I personally think it just doesn't mean anything because we're all an individual. It means absolutely nothing. So there's no concrete way. Everyone's different, so I guess talking may help some people. Keeping mm. it to yourself may help. You know, it's all just it's entirely complex, and there's no one clear solution. So, correct me if I'm wrong. What you're saying yeah. is what might work for some people won't work for others. Yeah. yeah. But what I think we can all agree is that whoever you are and whatever you're going through, you should find a way to deal with yes. what you're feeling, whatever that is. If that's yes. calling the hotline, talking to a friend, going, I keep saying going boxing, which is such a stereotypically no, masculine thing. Doing a puzzle, like whatever yeah. it is, find your thing. Whatever doesn't work for you, don't feel like you have to do it, yeah. but try and find your thing. Yeah, like find a solution actually, that's universal. Yeah. You find a solution, you can't do anything about a problem if you don't know. I mean, no, not find a solution, find a problem. Mm. You know, find out wrong. And then try and work from there. Yeah. So, you know, look within, I guess. Yeah. What's, what is what is doing this? How can I mitigate it? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. thing. I think, like, honestly, like, if... Sometimes I feel like I'm not included in a lot of things, but... Yeah. Which doesn't help your mental health, but... If there is someone that actually just makes you feel that little bit included, that actually helps quite a lot, because... I'm reluctant to go up to someone else like, oh, I want to join this, this and this, but because it's a bit, it comes across as a sign of weakness as well for some men, Mm. but it's just having someone who makes that attempt to include you in something, that makes a whole heap of difference. Simple human connection, isn't it? Yeah, sure. It's literally just, do you want to... Pumper apart. Do you want to? Um, I'm gonna say puzzles again. Do you want to go do this puzzle together? Puzzle. That kind of thing. <laughs> puzzles and a pint. Yeah, puzzles and a pint. Oh. <laughs> that could be social. Puzzles and a pint. And afterwards, you go on a tiny little train in the London Underground. <laughs> and have an absolutely right. This is Paisley's dream. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put a little train track outside. Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. Oh, you know. Yeah. Get a Christmas tree, you get a little train going around it. Yeah, I'll just say, you know, doing a puzzle <laughs> yeah, with a part next to it. <laughs> Paige, <laughs> you just remind me of Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, because he likes trains. Yeah, I I'm going to take it as a compliment because that man is should. smart. Sheldon sucks, um, man. <laughs> but everything else about him is uh, questionable. That's okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. 
<laughs> Let's end this on a positive note. On a positive note. Um, I'm trying to think about one. We've just talked about suicide, so I don't really know how you go from there to positive. Thank you for the pair of you for, uh, for doing this today. Huge thing, to be honest. Um, I imagine a lot of people, or guys, if I said, do you want to come talk about mental health on a podcast, would have just been like, kindly bugger off. Like, I'm not interested. So big shout out to the pair of you. Um, what is something you're looking forward to in the next day, off the bat? Just something to end, end on a joyous note. In the next day? In the next 24 hours, something good. It doesn't have to be a big thing. What's for dinner? Uh, I've got no idea what's for dinner, so... Yeah, same, I don't know either. Um, there's going to be drinks. Drinks? Yeah, it's going to be cool. They are? Yeah, yeah. Drinks? Yeah, I think we're all going for a drink after this, so... Alcohol yeah. is no solution, but, you know, a little bit. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, everything in moderation. Yeah. <laughs> Please drink responsibly. <laughs> um, amazing. Thank you so much, uh, you two. Um, and that that's a wrap. So uh, this is where we all say awkwardly bye into the, the microphone, even though we don't leave the room. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye, bye, everyone. <laughs>